the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Thursday, February the 16th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On February 16, 1959, Fidel Castro became premier of Cuba a month and a half after the overthrow of Batista. Today, in 1862, the Civil War Battle of Fort Donelson in Tennessee, it ended, 12,000 Confederate soldiers surrendered. Today, in 1923, the burial chamber of King Tut, it had recently been unearthed. Um, The tomb was unsealed by English archaeologist Howard Carter. That gave the world a real look into the times of King Tut. Today, in 1945, American troops landed on the island of Corregidor in the Philippines during World War II. Today, in 1960, the nuclear-powered radar picket submarine USS Triton, it departed New London, Connecticut on the first submerged circumnavigation of the globe by a, by, like a submarine. Today, in 2011, bookstore chain Borders filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. They said they would close nearly one-third of their Borders bookstores. Borders closed all of the stores in September of 2011. And five years ago today, in an indictment, Special Counsel Robert Mueller, he accused 13 Russians of an elaborate plot to disrupt the 2016 U.S. presidential election with a huge but not hidden social agenda. He said they were trolling the campaign aimed in part at helping Donald Trump. That was five years ago today. Now everyone in this country with half a brain and with half of an open mind knows that all of that nonsense and the millions and millions and millions of dollars that these people spent to prove or to get rid of Trump, I guess, or to prove that he was a bad guy or whatever, we know now that It was all built on a lie. It was built on made-up information. Everybody knows that. But nobody talks about it. They move on to the next hill, the next battle. Donald Trump has single-handedly controlled the minds of the left for years. They just can't let that guy go. I mean, they just can't let him go. I don't know how many stories I saw this morning as I was perusing tons of news in preparation for this program, just looking at what was going on. I I can't tell you how many articles I saw that were addressed at somehow undermining Donald Trump. And I'm not talking about little marginal news organizations. I mean worldwide news organizations from the New York Times to whomever. He controls their minds. He controls their emotions just by his mere presence. I have never seen the press and the left hate anyone like they hate Donald Trump. It's a, it, to me, it's amazing. I've seen a lot. I'm over, four, over 40, 
And so I, I've seen a lot in my lifetime, and I've never seen anyone control the the emotion and the and just the activities of the media like Donald Trump does. So it's it's interesting. We do live in perilous times, and there's a lot of people that are saying they're fearful. I want to talk a little bit about kids today. There's mental illnesses on the rise among our youth. Finally, the CDC came out this week with a new report. It's 89 pages long. I want to talk to you about it. No, we won't go through all 89 pages, but I do want to give you the highlights of it because I think it's very important as parents and as Christians that we know what is happening and what the world is defining as problems and what they're defining, more importantly, as solutions. So we want to talk about that for a moment. But there are so many things that are happening in our world today that create fear and and just, just cloud our minds and our hearts. And, and But, you, you know, God is not the author of confusion, Paul writes to the Corinthians, but of peace. And he wrote to Timothy, he said, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I... I just read that verse and I say, Lord, that verse is for me if I get fearful about things that are happening. And I think we need more and more and more. I mean, always, but in these days, we need to lean more and more on the Word of God and just say, I don't understand all some of the things I know. I don't understand some of the things that are going on around me in my world, in our world. But I do understand that God is in control. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We don't have to go off the edge because of stuff that's happening out there. It's almost indescribable, some of the things people are thinking and doing in today's culture. But there is a correction that I see beginning to take place, and we'll be talking about that in the days to come little bit about it today. I saw that Hollywood celebrities, this Judd Apatow and Lena Dunham, uh, Lena Dunham uh, have joined the transgender activists who are attacking the New York Times. The New York Times is their best friend, but they're now attacking them over their recent coverage of transgender children. There was this article in January in the New York Times. I saw the article and I, I was a little surprised. I, I I went back and reread a couple of the paragraphs because I thought, man, are they really saying this? I mean, it was true. <laughs> and I thought, what, is this coming from the New York Times? And it was. And they had some coverage in a couple of articles, actually, but one in particular that I remember very well. It was about uh, transgender children. And in January, there was this article that was exposing how public schools are encouraging minors to change their gender behind the backs of parents. Now, we've talked about that a lot on this program, but here's the New York Times talking about it, and I thought, well, surely they're going to twist this and make it like it's the thing to do. It's the it's the thing that children deserve and so on, but they didn't. They pointed out that they were kids were actually being groomed in public school classrooms. And as I said, I had to read that twice to be sure, is is this what they're really saying? And it was. Well, now there's a move in Hollywood to, I don't know what they want to do to the New York Times, but they're attacking them. And I guess they're trying to get people to quit reading and cancel their subscriptions or whatever. But there's at least two petitions now circulating that target the New York Times 
over this transgender debate, as they they call it. The first petition features about 200 signatures from past and present New York Times contributors. So some of the journalists that have been writing for the New York Times are now uh, kind of protesting against them. And people who have written for the paper but aren't necessarily on staff, they formed another group, and now Hollywood has jumped in. And there's actors and so-called celebrities. Believe me, I live there. They are not celebrities. Only in in name only. Uh, but anyway, they they're forming this group, and now they're going to be kind of the third rail on this attack on the New York Times. I think it's funny. I wish them all well. I hope they all self destruct. To, to be honest with you, socially. There's a new report out from the CDC. It has the agency sounding the alarm about extremely high levels of depression. Suicidal thoughts, substance use, violence experienced by teen girls in particular, but boys as well, and high rates of this in the LGBTQ plus youth. The CDC is reporting that 10% of high school students attempted suicide in 2021. More than half of girls say they are sad or hopeless. What have we done? I want to talk about that for a minute today. I want to take a moment to thank you for your support of this ministry. We need your support. Each month we face uh, a budget. And uh, just like each of us do in our homes, I know you understand that. I don't have to go into that. But as long as there's support for this ministry, we continue. If there isn't support, we don't. And I know so many of you understand and you support, but if you Listen, I want to reach out to those of you who listen, and I know that there are those of you, I don't know how many, but perhaps many, I get the sense there are many, who really believe in what we're doing and appreciate it, but you haven't and aren't supporting it. And I would just encourage you to just pray about it. And if you pray about it and don't feel the Lord would have you to do it, then don't do it. But just pray about it and ask God if if you should be part of helping this ministry be on the air and do what we do. And um, God is using this uh, beyond my expectation when we started uh, several years ago. And I I am humbled and I am grateful. I'm grateful to the Lord for his blessing. I'm grateful to all of you who support it. So thank you. And if you're not a supporter, you're not part of the team, I would just encourage you to prayerfully consider it. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009, Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. The Daily Wire says, quote, a new report from the CDC has the agency sounding the alarm, but are extremely high levels of depression, suicidal thoughts, substance abuse, violence, all being experienced by teen girls and LGBTQ youth. Poor mental health and suicidal ideation And attempts have increased among high school students, they say, over the past decade. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, and more than half of the girls struggle with persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness. Well, when I saw that article, I looked into it a little bit. I got the CDC report. It is just out. And as I said, it's 
as I recall, it was 89 pages long. I've written an article today about this on our website, faithandfreedom.us, and I've linked that entire report as well as other sources that we use. We always do that. We source whom we're quoting because we quote a lot of different people on this program and in my commentaries and in what I'm saying. So we we source that, and you can look into that and look into it more deeply and and further if, if you like. From that, so you can go to our website, faithandfreedom.us, and, and read what we've written and see the sources. But the CDC's findings are reflected in this Youth Risk Behavior Survey. That's what they call it. And it's prepared by the Health Agency's Division of Adolescent and School Health. The report highlights trends in adolescent health, well-being, using data collected every two years among a nationally representative sample of U.S. high school students. Here's some of the things they found in this 89-page report. Nearly three in five high school girls surveyed, or 57%, reported feelings of persistent sadness or hopelessness. That's a 60% increase over the past decade. 30% of teen girls said they seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. That's a 20% increase. And 14% of boys said they've seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. That's a 15% increase since 2011. Nearly 70% of all students identifying as LGBTQ+, this report says, the agency didn't specifically ask about gender identity. They didn't ask about transgenderism. And I think that that was purposeful because they didn't want that in there because that would skew these numbers and make them worse than they already are because they are worse than what they're reporting here in regards to these kids that are caught up in this satanic, demonic movement of transgenderism. I will tell you this is not of God, it is not of common sense, and it is destroying one generation of children in our, in our country. Not all of them, but I mean, it's penetrated this generation. It's the in thing to do. If you go to school and you're 12 years old and you're hearing this drumbeat day in and day out in the public classroom, and they are, they're grooming the children. Even the New York Times is touching on that now to their own dismay, but they are. This is a, a this is an effort to groom little children and make them sexually aware and sexually informed to the point where they become involved and they all of a sudden think, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm a girl, a little boy or a little girl. You know, man, I may be a boy. I kind of like to play baseball or whatever. That's what's happening as the nation has been sitting on the sidelines watching and saying, well, boy, these kids really need our support. They don't need our support. They need our leadership. We need to love them so much that we're leading them in the way they should go. Not forcing them, but leading them. And I'm going to come back to that in a moment. But nearly 70% of all the students identifying as LGBTQ+, CDC says, they suffer persistent feelings of sadness and hopefulness. And as I said, they left out the T, the transgender component, because they knew it would make their 
this report even worse than it already is. Nearly half of the people they interviewed said they're seriously considering, they have seriously considered attempting suicide, and about one in four say they did attempt suicide. The CDC makes several suggestions as to how we should respond to this national crisis. And I was interested in that. I wanted to get to it. I knew there somewhere in that body of work that they put out, I knew they would be suggesting what parents should do because they always make suggestions. They were suggesting that everybody get a shot here a few months ago and last year or so, whatever. And then that kept changing and evolving and so on. So I wanted to see how, what they were going to say to the uh, parents in the report regarding American kids. And I found one part of it that said in their report that the school uh, intervention is the answer. And I thought, what is that? When I when I saw this in, in the CDC report, and they citing the amount of time that American kids spend in the classroom on a daily basis. And I thought, man, I agree with that. I, but they were coming from a very different point of view than where I'm coming from. But I agreed with them. Our children are spending far too much time in government-run public schools. The schools are obsessed with indoctrinating rather than educating these kids. I mean, it is not a secret anymore. They kept it under wraps for a long time, and parents didn't know, and a lot of other people didn't know. But, yeah, there does need to be a school intervention for sure. Parents must intervene in what the child is being taught in public schools. Where this is happening, and parents have been removed from school board meetings. They've been arrested, even labeled domestic terrorists by our own Justice Department. There needs to be an intervention. That's not what CDC was talking about. They were talking about more support for what's already happening in the classroom. But the CDC report reflects the consequences, but they're very weak on solutions. And that's a part of, that, that is the hallmark of of progressivism. They like to point out problems. Oftentimes they make up problems. They create problems. They really do. So that they can bring everybody around the campfire and sing a chorus and all agree that we're going to work to solve this problem that they've created, sometimes purposefully. That's why cultural Marxism is so dark and so demonic in its nature and so destructive to the human race, to families and communities and so on, and individuals. The CDC suggests also in their solution section of their report that there needs to be school connectedness. They define that as students feeling that adults and peers in the school, in the school, not the home, care about their learning as well as about them as individuals. They also recommend... (laughs) LGBTQ plus clubs and more quality health education that's LGBTQ plus inclusive that focuses on sexual consent. I'm reading from your government, CDC, advising parents. We need more LGBTQ clubs. We need to be more inclusive. We need to focus on telling these kids Low grade ki- low, lower grade kids from grades one through five in middle school that be sure to seek sexual consent before you have sex with your buddy or your girlfriend or whatever. This is sick. 
the norm in their mind is that little kids are going to be having sex. So let's be sure and let's focus on consent so that a little boy doesn't intrude on a little girl when he when she doesn't want him to. And the CDC is going to great lengths with taxpayer money to tell America as the as the voice of science or whatever for our nation that we need to focus on sexual consent because too many little girls have been raped. Man, I mean, how do you get to this place? That's what got us to this point in the first place. These people have written off the normal moral standards of humanity. This nation was founded on those kinds of principles and truths because Blackstone had codified laws out of God's word. And that law system was what our founding fathers used in creating our founding documents, particularly our Constitution. It was God's word. And Blackstone had taken those prior to that in in England. He had had codified them into a legal system and said, these laws will work for humanity because they're from God's word. So we've gone from that to this. And we've gone to this because we have abandoned God's word. I don't want to just sound like a preacher, but it's true. That's where we, why we are where we are today. The more you push God out of the room, the worse it gets. I don't care how progressive you are and how slick and how produced you may be. Whether you're a pastor or a politician, it doesn't matter. When you begin to push God off for whatever reason, I want to relate to the world so I can win them, and I want to be like them. Or if you're a politician, oh yeah, I'll be really. I'm Nancy Pelosi. Oh yes, I'll be, I'm very. I'm devoutly religious. President Biden. We, how many times has he told us that? But in in the same process, they're pushing the very principles and the truth of God's word to this to the margin and pr- pushing God Himself, giving Him lip service while they walk down a crooked road to hell. I mean, that's what's happening in our culture. That's why we are where we are today. Noticeably absent from this agency's listed strategies for combating this crisis was anything regarding social media. They didn't talk about that. They didn't talk about the pervasive nature of pornography. Experts say that plays a direct role in mental health problems and sexual violence among teens. Why didn't the CDC address that? Probably because they have big pornography operations that give them money. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. Studies show that kids as young as elementary school are being exposed to graphic adult content. 15% of kids being exposed, this is not in CDC, this is other studies, but 15% of kids being exposed before they're 10 years old. 15% of little kids among teens who watch porn on a regular basis it's been found that 84% have viewed content that depicts race and other sexual violence. Parental monitoring was also identified as another important protective factor of adolescence. I agree with that. Biblical solutions for secular progressive failures are what we have. And then they throw up that misleading 
wall of separation argument and say, no, we can't let religion get into the government. And that, of course, is another lie. Because that isn't what Thomas Jefferson said. He said the wall is a is an object that we have created, the founders of this nation, so that the government won't meddle in the affairs of the church. He said that. And along the lines, the people were sleeping, working hard, paying their bills, making enough money to make ends meet in their family and everything. And these progressives got in power in various places at various levels, and they decided to change all that. And they said, no, 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 that's not what Thomas Jefferson said. Not at all. He said the church can't be involved in anything that has to do with the government. That's kind of like, surely God will not cause you to die because God is love. Go ahead, Eve. Try it out. Eat it. Here, Adam, would you like this? Sure. Same thing. Webster's 1828 Dictionary, it's a de- definition of education. It says education, comprehend- this is 1828. Education, it's the, the uh, definition of education, according to Webster. Education comprehends all the series of instruction and discipline, which is intended to enlighten the understanding, correct the temper, and form the manners and habits of youth and fit them for usefulness in their future situations, to give children a good education in manners, art, science, and so on, is important. To give them a religious education is indispensable, and an immense responsibility rests on the parents and guardians who neglect these duties. Webster's 1828 Dictionary Definition of Education. America flourished under this kind of thinking. America flourished. It was prosperous. We were free. We were the leader in the world in education and economics and uh, religious freedom and all of this. God blessed this nation almost beyond description. When Noah Webster, whom many consider to be the father of American public education, when he was re- when they, public education went, was removed from the classroom and the enlightened humanist people from Europe came over here, the progressives, they hijacked education and they declared squatters' rights in our public schools, everything began to change. It always does when you remove God from the equation because God, whether you like him or not, whether you believe in him or not, he exists, he is, and he spoke into being everything that exists from the planets and the asteroids to the very to the very life that we live as individuals. God is in control of all that. He spoke that. He's an intelligent being. Almighty God, who was and is and forevermore shall be, spoke into being all of this. And to the degree that we that, that we extract that from our life, take it out of our society, to that degree we pay the price. God is not punishing us. We're punishing ourselves by demanding that truth the light be of truth be turned out and extinguished. The candle no longer burn in the darkness, and so on. I'll tell you, that's where we are today, and that's how we got here. Moses in Deuteronomy directs God's people to instruct their children. When you rise up, walking in the way, laying down constantly, continually, unfailing. That is what God is calling parents to do today, and I encourage you to heed the call and raise up your children in the way they should go or your grandchildren.
These are perilous times, but there are answers and there are solutions to the problems that we face in our country, in our culture, in our community, in our families today. Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always a pleasure. I'll see you right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.